Session. Welcome to the first episode of Courts in Session presented by the Caps on Sports Network. This is first episode, number one, numero uno. I don't know other, I don't know other languages. Uh, <laughs> one. I'm Anthony Mano. I'm here alongside my podcasting partner, my bubble buddy for now, if you will. Oh, the, the bubble buddies. <laughs> Nick, Tobias, <laughs> Nick Tobias. Uh We're going to give you everything you need to know about the NBA bubble, uh, the season remaining, and the season moving forward, um, hopefully for a long time coming. Uh, Nick, you have anything to add there? No, I mean, well, we've been out of yeah, basketball for what? 150-some-odd days. It's been a while. Um, let's rock, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. It's, it's, it's about time. We got some, uh, we're recording on, uh, on Wednesday the 22nd. There are some scrimmages going on today. I know the Nets and Pelicans play at 7 o'clock. Uh, yeah, I forgot, so I'll, somebody, I'll be, I forgot who opens up at 3. but There's a 3 o'clock game, but I'm for sure going to be watching those. Just, you know, it's going to be some bad basketball because it's the first time those guys picked up a ball in a competitive setting for a while probably. But uh, I'm excited. It's it's uh, Yeah, well, it's supposedly to be they're back. doing 10-minute quarters, I think, instead of 12, just to try to ease oh, people really? back in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Just to ease people back in, which makes sense. Yeah, let's get them back in here. Uh, so let's mm-hmm. start with some news and notes from around the association. The first thing we got is Kevin Garnett joining the group to buy the Wolves. Uh, owner Glenn Taylor right now wants to pair the NBA team and the WNBA team, the Lynx, and, uh, it's really isn't open to relocating, but it's nice to see Kevin Garnett, like in that, uh, in that ownership group. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, KG played for the team for 14 years. All right. I have his stats while he was there. He was, he averaged 19.8, 11 and four. He was the 04 league MVP and the 04 all-star game MVP. I mean, the guy was probably defensive player of the year once or twice or not. The, he was probably on uh, uh, the all team defense a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, guy's a baller. I mean, he's a great guy too. Um, you know, it'd be great for the Timberwolves to kind of, they need, they need, they need to turn it around. Um, and I think he'd be, he'd be a good mm-hmm. help for the team. Well, did you see that the Minnesota Vikings owners trying to jump in on it too? Really? Yeah, well, not with KG, but like make a separate. Put in a different ownership group. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I'm sure there's a lot of ownership groups, um, you know, vying for that. But it's it's always nice when you see a bunch of when you see like a former player, you know, getting on the ownership too. Uh, he's Kevin Garnett's been kind of you know shortchanged by the Minnesota organization. I know there were some issues uh, when he when they were going to retire his jersey and they just never did. Um, they kind of brought him back as like a farewell tour. Um, and that didn't really go over as planned. Um, so there's there's some issues with Glenn Taylor and Kevin Garnett. So if Kevin Garnett can get his, you know, revenge, I guess you can call it by buying the team his from revenge. the dude that snubbed them. It's, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see. And at least it gives you a face to the ownership group. You know, so many times you see these ownership groups made up of like millionaires and billionaires and you don't really know, like, you know, like whoever the owner of whatever company you know, what does he know about basketball, like, to be decided mm. or, like, what his basketball decisions are like. Um, mm. So it's good to see somebody that actually knows basketball that played the sport to kind of uh, to kind of get in there and, uh, yeah, and make yeah. a mark. All right. Well, uh, recently, too, they just announced that they're finally uh, – well, they're moving the <clears throat> lottery up only three days from August 23rd to the 20th. It uh, doesn't really mean much. Um, I just kind of want it to happen already, but I understand that it kind of can't happen. Yeah, but. there's some there's some implications going into the the bubble and the you know playoffs that some teams are uh, you know trying to hold on to their pick if they make the playoffs or if they don't get a lottery pick. It's it's pretty uh it's pretty tough right now, especially for these like dudes that are you know, pro prospects, guys that are maybe like on the fringe and like they can't get the opportunity to, to, to play in front of, you know, maybe like a, you know, they didn't have March Madness. So some guy that you maybe maybe struggled during the season and had like two, three good games in, in March Madness and helped this team, you know, advance a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough no evaluation either. Yeah. It's a tough evaluation for the teams, um, especially mm-hmm. the top lottery teams that you figure, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously Golden State and, and the Knicks up there and, 
you know, they're trying to evaluate what their team needs and then going off that, what can these prospects do without seeing tape from these guys from what? Yeah, and this this um this draft class is 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 pretty um it's pretty average, I think. Like mm-hmm. last year you were able to get Zion, right? And that was like the that was like the, the golden you know, peace. And there was a lot of dudes who were really proving themselves this year, like John Morant and, um, you know, a couple mm-hmm. others in there that you, that you're like happy with and they can project as like fringe stars, you know, future all-stars, but at the very least like play a role. And that's kind of, there's, there's no, I feel like there's no prize piece in this, uh, in this draft class. I think, you know, opinions are all over the place on these guys. And if you mm-hmm. look at somebody like, Lamelo Ball or something like that is—is is he going to be you know your franchise guy? But that's where these—that's where these workouts come in because if you're on the fringe and you get two guys in for a workout, if you get like, you know, like if you get Anthony Edwards and, and Cole Anthony, Anthony Edwards from Georgia and Cole Anthony from uh, North Carolina in, and like you're kind of like on the fence about them both. You think they can bring equal things to your team, or like you'd like a trade or something like that. If you get them in and Cole Anthony, you know, bricks. 25 of the 50 shot or 25 of like the 100 shots that he took or only makes 25 of the 100 shots he took or something like that then you're going to be like you know yeah i mean it's all it's all a tough situation this year Mm -hmm. um but moving on to some injury news so recently uh, we saw justice winslow uh guard forward for the for the memphis grizzlies after the season with a hip injury um honestly to me i don't really think it means too much i think he was just more of a rotational guy um, he wasn't going to start. He wasn't going to make too much of a difference, I don't think, um, especially getting traded right before, you know, the pandemic hit. He wasn't able to kind of get acclimated. Um, yeah, he wasn't he really healthy. He hasn't played with the, the Grizzlies yet, has he? No, I think he might have played maybe a game or two. Um, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you because it's that insignificant. Um, I just don't think it's that big. I don't think it's that big of a loss. <clears throat> I think they'll be happy to have him next year. Um, when when they'll be poised to make you know a pretty deep playoff run next year, mm-hmm. um, I like them. I like the Grizzlies a lot next year. But uh, so he's only it's... played he's only played eleven games on the season, none with the uh, none yeah. With the, the Grizzlies. So it's it's kind of whatever. Um, we saw Marvin Bagley the third, the third the iteration of Marvin Bagley. Yep, he's the third of them. Okay, uh, we saw him go down with what was it a hip a foot injury? Yeah, he went down with a. Yeah, he went down with a foot injury. Yeah, um, that that's a tough blow for the Kings team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who are trying to fight for the eight spot in the West. Uh, they were, I think, they already would have. They were going to have a tough time in the first place, but I don't think that really helps. Personally, I think Bagley's a little overhyped. <clears throat> I haven't really seen the production as much as you know we, especially the Kings were hoping. Um, so, yeah, he's. Uh, um, I think they're they're sold on the fact not the fact they're sold on the idea that they can use him as Kevin Durant as kind of like a do all kind of forward oversized guard. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. That's, that's not Marvin Bagley. No, no. You know, if, if you use him as a pure like power forward, I think that's, that's a little better, but even he's only played 13 games this season too. Um, he's been okay in those, in those 13 games too, averaging 14 a game. Didn't really shoot the ball that well from three, um, but uh, did shot pretty decent from the floor. He's one of those guys that like this is back to back back to back like injury shortened years now, and like mm-hmm. he's one of those guys where you have to kind of like figure out the next year like what you're going to get out of Marvin Bagley. You have to put him in positions to to show him like what exactly he is as a basketball player in the system that you want him. And if he gets hurt doing that, then maybe it's time to, to move on or try to ship him, you know, somewhere else and get somebody in. He's productive when he's on the court. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they're using him the right way, if they want him to be a different. I, I don't know. The, the Kings are in a tough place. I mean, they have a good uh, building block with De'Aaron mm-hmm. Fox and Buddy Heald. And they overperformed um, last year. Oh, yeah. I mean, but but they're still what one of the youngest, fastest teams in the league. Sure. Um, yeah, they were they, under Dave so, Yeager. I don't know if they still are under uh, Luke Walton, but something needs something needs to change. Um, but they're whatever anyway. But let's. Uh, I, 
Uh, okay, so I'll start. I'm I'm a, I'm a Celtics fan. I'm I'm very open about that. Um, and Kemba's been having knee issues, constant knee issues, before um, before the whole pandemic hit, before the league was stopped, and it's still continuing. Which, to be honest with you, I don't know how. Um, he didn't do anything for three months, and now his knee's still giving him issues. But mm-hmm. uh, Brad Stevens has gone on uh, not conference calls. <laughs> Um, he's, he's done press conferences and when he's talking about Kemba's knee, um, he said it's improving, but he isn't ready. Uh, and then he quoted his last press conference saying he's pretty darn close right now. Um, so going into the bubble, Kemba was supposed to practice every other day. Uh, but Brad Stevens has said that he's been able to at least get something done at practice the past five, six days. So that's promising. Um, you know, even 70% of Kemba, I would rather take over our backup Brad Wanamaker, um, Mm. Or even, I mean, Marcus Smart isn't really a shooting. He's more of a passing guard, um, playmaking guard. But, um, you know, I the Celtics already clinched a playoff spot. What is it, eight regular season games in the playoffs? So what's the point mm-hmm. of even rushing him back for these first eight regular right, season games? Right, but, but I, have a, I have a bit of a, a counter-argument there. And obviously, like, you want Kemba Walker to be, like, 100% for the playoffs, like, no matter who you're playing. And if you mm-hmm. want to risk him those eight and a half games, if you think he can go full tilt or, like, 90%, right, you are three games back of the Toronto Raptors, right? So if you it's, – it's the difference between playing the Nets Magic Wizards, whoever makes the 7-8 the seed there. Right now they're slated to play the Sixers, right? So who would you rather see in a playoff matchup? You'd rather see the Nets Magic Wizards, whoever gets the, the seventh seed, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt. So seventh, or, you, seventh or eighth. Seventh or eighth, right? Well, yeah, well, you guys aren't going to catch the Bucks. Nine and a half back. Oh, no. So you're right now, you're going for, you're going for the two seed, mm-hmm. right? And you have Miami up too. So like if – or like the, Miami's right now the, the fourth seed. So if you see them – you know, winning, do yeah. you take the drop back and play the Pacers? Like, you're going to have to play – you're going to have to play, you know, the best teams eventually. But if you're going to play a team where your point guard, your second your, your second best score on the team probably, as a Celtics fan, would you agree? Like, if, if it's not Jason Tatum, it's Kemba, it's Kemba Walker? It's 100% Kemba Walker, yeah. Right, okay. But, you know, at this point it's tough. What Would I rather, you know, give it to Jalen Brown at this point? I mean, right. he's just – He's, and can Jalen can can that starting lineup or can that lineup without Kemba Walker can that lineup give you Oh God can that lineup get you to the two seed with the Raptors oh, playing man. phenomenal basketball before the break as well Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, right, so the Sixers are a tough matchup. So ideally, you want to get into the two seed. Listen, so you can play I don't want to talk seed. about the Sixers. The Sixers, <laughs> the Sixers aren't a tough matchup. Everyone just thinks they are. I, just I think they're tough. I think they're going to be a tough matchup. They always are, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to wrap up some news, uh, the NBA announced um, zero players tested positive for Corona since July 13th, which is great, which means it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows it shows the bubble in the, in what they're doing is is working, right? Yep, yep. But it's, it's a good it's good framework for not only the rest of sports going on right now, but even for mm-hmm. the country. I mean, look how easy it is just to stay inside or wear a mask. Right, do what you wear a do. mask. And, absolutely. Um, and last but not least, I don't know if anyone saw the. Uh, I know we, you and I were checking out yesterday, but the Atlanta Hawks, their new uniforms. I mean, a little bit of retro, a little bit of modern. They look phenomenal. You know, I wasn't really a big fan when they went what last year. Or, no, it was like it was two, like three, years, three ago. years ago now, and they had like, when, when the, they put like the lime green. Colli- it, was dis- yeah. it was disgusting. They had it like just, the kaleidoscope style jerseys yeah. in in black, red, and, and white, and it just wasn't. It wasn't nice. It, yeah. it, it, it was it was horrific. It was um, it was tough looking. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they tried to be real futuristic, um, and there was really no no need for it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new unis look fresh. They do. They do. They look fresh. They look really cool, and I'm I'm a big fan. Um, I like the Hawks to be a little bit of a sleeper next year, but nah, yeah, really. I think uh, yeah. Since we're talking, I think the Hawks in, in a new uniform can can be a little bit of a sleeper. I think they need I think they need another another like piece. Um, but they have a roster where you look at the guys and it's like Trey Young, like proven score. He's done it now two years. Whether you like him or not, like whether not you, but whether like one likes yeah, him or yeah, not. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
wh- whatever you think of him, like, is is up in the air. It'll just be interesting to see if his stats aren't going to be empty because right, right now he's, exactly, he's just putting exactly. up the empty right stats. Right now he's putting up numbers on a losing team, and it's like one of those things where it's like half the argument is like, oh, what do you want him to do? He's got no one on his team. But then you look at his team and you're like, oh, I like I like Kevin Huerta. He's you know a good three-point shooter. He can defend at a decent level. Oh, you know, John like Collins is good. They got yep. Clint Capella now. Oh, I like John mm-hmm. Collins. They drafted Cam Reddish. So you look at those guys and it's like, can Trey Young put up stats with like you look around and it, everyone everyone can agree that they have decent players, but nobody yeah. can get an agreement on what Trey Young is like. Is he empty stats, high volume player, or is he, or is he like yeah, doing it, all it, he it, can because yeah. there's no one around him? But yeah, I think they need one more piece. I think they need somebody off the bench that can. You know, maybe not influence a game like Trey Young can, but if Trey Young, if you need to spell Trey Young, you're not going to lose anything by having, you know, whoever their their second string their second string uh, point guard is right now, which is at the moment Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague, Jeff, right? And Jeff, Jeff Teague, Teague is serviceable. Jeff Teague is he can he can do some things for you, but he's not going to to you know, be a game changer. Yeah, Jeff Teague is a good, I mean, that's a good number too. I that's, mean, for yeah, a while, I mean, he was starting. You're not, you're not going to look at, you're not going to look at Jeff Teague and be like, oh man, he's out there. I can't believe like, oh, I can't believe we're throwing Jeff Teague out there again. Like we're up, mm-hmm. like we're down five and Jeff Teague's coming into the game up. Now we're down 15 or we're up five. Yeah. Now we're down 10 because Jeff Teague's in there. So he's not, he's not as, he's not an absolute zero. He's a proven guy in this league, but uh, yeah, whatever. All right. So that wraps up the news notes. So, the next, our first segment that we're going to do here, now we're just going to do a little bit of buying. So we're going to buy some teams, sell some teams, sell some players, buy some players. Um, I don't know. You want to start off or you want me to start? You can start. Go ahead. All right. So uh, I'm going to buy – my first buy is as a t- team-wise. I'll start buying a team. Um, I'm buying into the Denver Nuggets. This You're buying season. the Denver Nuggets. Okay. I am, I am buying the Denver Nuggets of serious okay. uh, contenders this year. So – First of all, we got Skinny Jokic. Okay. I love, first of all, Jokic is probably – I think he's the best center in the game. Um, I like him okay. a lot better than Joel Embiid. Um, you know, his versatile can pass, rebound, take shots. He's up and down the court all the time. I mean, now that he lost all that weight, you know, obviously it's it's kind of tough because he might be, you know, getting bullied a little bit more down low. And right. you know, sometimes losing weight isn't as good as most people think. Um but they're going to need him to play mass massive minutes. Like that's just kind of how it is. That he always plays massive minutes for the, uh, you know, for the, for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, before the break, he was averaging twenty ten and six. You know, on thirty two minutes a game. So you know, he's probably going to be playing upwards of thirty eight, maybe even forty minutes a game now. Um, the fact that he's you no know, seven foot center and that he's able to do all this stuff and the ball runs through him. I mean, Jamal Murray is more of just a shooting point guard at this point. Mm-hmm. And the offense kind of runs through Jokic is pretty crazy. Um, last year in the, in the playoffs, he was averaging 25, 13 and eight. I mean, the numbers are there. He's consistent. He shows up. Um, there's a possibility that seven foot two ball ball makes an appearance. <laughs> right. And they could play in the same line. I think, I think you can get away with the two of them. He's, playing oh in the same my line. God. He's easily, easily. I mean, ball ball we've seen when he was in Oregon, I mean, even before he's he's an athletic he's an athletic player. He's obviously got the length, mm-hmm. and and injury can, cons- injuries were were his like main concern, right? So if yeah. he's been, but he's been I mean, playing in the G League. He's been playing in the G League, and he's and practicing right now with the team. So yeah, he's, he's he's practicing with the team. Um, their depth on that team, I think, is also something you know which sets them apart. I mean, yeah. Gary Harris, Tory Craig, mm-hmm. um, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley. Uh, how can you forget about Paul Millsap? I mean, a veteran 3D guy who just knows what he's doing on the court. Um, Michael Porter Jr., who was coming out of his shell right. towards they the end of the year. Of, they have a lot of, lot of guys in that where you look up and down the roster and all those guys are go- can give you something mm-hmm. um, any, any given, you know. And listen, this point. lineup has so much experience together. It's been pretty much the same starting five 
mm-hmm. for what the past two, three years, something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, they made that and deep playoff been, run last been, year. And they've been productive. They were productive last year. They're productive this year. Everyone thought they were going to fall off, and here they are again. They're they're not, you know, the the, the one seed or the two seed, whatever they were last year. I think they were the I, they were the two like, seed because I like the Nuggets to um, play a little bit of a little bit of heartbreak. I mean, I don't know if they're going to go all the way, but I buy the team in general as, you know, being successful in the playoffs and, you know, maybe making a run. They have the ninth best offensive rating and they have the 13th best defensive rating. So they're there. They're not. They're there. They're they're not up there. Yeah. Yeah. They they are. I mean, it's a legit team. Their number, you know, like you said, their, their offensive and defensive efficiency rating is, Mm -hmm. is whatever. It's what you see when you go out there. When, When I've watched it, I'm telling you that when they played last year, I mean, I didn't think they were going to lose last year in the Western conference, right. you know, in, in the they playoffs. don't score a ton of points, 110 points per game. That's 20th out of 30 teams. Mm. So, but they have the eighth best defense. They hold opponents to 107.4 points per game. That's eighth. So they're if they can, you know, hold off teams and put points on the board, that's my main concern with them. And it's funny that you bring them up as buyers because they're my sellers. I'm selling oh, them. Right. I'm selling them. I'll sell right. them to you if you'd like. No, um, please, please. My thing, my I'm thing buying. with them is my thing with them is obviously the scoring, right? So you look at a guy. So they have a bunch of dudes on their team that aren't going to give you like twenty points a game. They'll give you. They have one guy, Jokic, twenty points mm-hmm. a game. Jamal Murray, eighteen points a game, and Jamal Murray can shoot. You know, Jamal Murray can give you thirty-five points and he then turn around the out. next night and give you twelve or give you two yeah, or give you 10 uh-huh. or something like that. Right. He's, he's a solid player and Will Barton, Paul Millsap, Jeremy Grant, like to me, those guys are like, those guys are just role players. Right. And they're solid, they're solid role players, mm-hmm. but it's one of those guys where like, if Jokic, if this whole skinny Jokic thing doesn't work out, Oh yeah. Then they, then they screwed themselves. Right. And if Jamal Murray gets cold, then they screwed themselves. Gary Harris has kind of stunk this season. Uh, he figured it out towards the end of the year before the mm-hmm. before the break, but only shooting thirty three percent from three, mm-hmm. forty two on the year. That's down from his last year totals. But I think, I just think you can put Jokic, may probably. I think you could put Jokic in a playoff situation. You could put him in the pick and roll, right? Where if mm. your point guard is good at getting to the hoop, where you can have your center and they switch, right? So whoever's guarding the point guard switches with, with Jokic. And now you got Jokic in an ISO at the top of the screen. You can take that dude to the hoop every single time. That's when he wasn't skinny. I don't know if being skinny really matters in that situation. If you're going to bring him to the hoop every time. Mm-hmm. They're going to be one of the interesting teams to see uh, out there. I think they're 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 going to be productive, but I just don't buy them as like championship contenders. And I would rather I would rather sell them right now. Yeah, I mean, the way that they play basketball, I mean, they play slow. Um, you know, they pass they pass the ball around. They they take their time on the offensive side. They play really slow. They play the second slowest, which yes. to me is weird because, like, well, it's Jokic, right? So if Jokic is your primary – is not your primary ball handler, but if Jokic is, like, I initiating mean, the offense as a center, yeah, like you have yeah, to get yeah. that dude in situations. But to me, like, I always thought of Denver as, like, the high-paced, fast-running teams, like, with, like, Ty Lawson and, like, when they had, like, Melo and Allen Iverson and stuff like that, right, where they were just, like – and J.R. Smith when he was, you know, sprinting uh, and, and, and yeah. dunking. <laughs> Throwing the ball so, everywhere, yeah. I mean, especially in Denver, like, you got – if you can get used to the air and you can, like, run and you can, like, full high speed, you know, mm-hmm. go, then you're My better. But is, this team is listen, so different than what they used to be, so they wait, playing slow benefits. If it, work, if it worked last year, why can't it work again this year? I mean, right. it's it, – what's different, and I mean – Everyone around the league is saying it. Is this is a whole, um, this whole, whole bubble new game. thing? Is, it's, whole new game. It is. I mean, it's an AAU style. It's mm-hmm. probably gonna be more of like a pickup basketball being played on the court. You know, it's probably instead of being more, you know, trying to, um, I don't know. Your scheme. I feel like it's gonna be less schemes. People are gonna be facing up. You're gonna be. It's. I think it's gonna be very, very physical too. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean doesn't really play in a skinny Jokic, but. Um, I think their balance and their depth, uh, you know, can help them. And especially with teams going down, like 
we were talking about with the Clippers, um, you know, Pat Bev and Montrez Harrell are gone, you know, and there's no timetable on when they're going to come back. That that hurts their depth. So like, Montrez Harrell left the bubble too? Yeah. Trez Ooh. left a while. Trez left a while ago. Uh, or okay. maybe not a while ago. Um, got but it, he got left it, got it. too. Um, I'm not even going to bother looking it up. But he left and they lost Pat Bev. So there goes two pretty big role players. Um, you know, there's already p- people playing saying that they're going to end up leaving halfway through the playoffs. Like I know Mike Connolly said um, he's going to be leaving in sometime in August. Um, Garrett I Temple think, said he's going to leave for the birth of his, uh, birth yeah, of his child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Connolly's leaving for the birth of, birth of his child. Garrett Temple, like you said. Um, and Gordon Hayward's supposed to leave with the Celtics because he's going to be his, his wife's pregnant again. So who knows what the hell's going to happen. All it takes is someone to get sick too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's two weeks at least. Um, so who knows? Go ahead. You yeah. want to go next with the buy? Song? Yeah, I'll give you a player. I'll give you a player who I'm uh, who I'm buying. I'm buying Victor Oladipo. No, oh, right. you're gonna buy Depot if yeah, he yeah, plays. I'm going to buy Victor Oladipo. And it was announced, Victor Oladipo said that he's not playing. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He's there. He's going to play in the scrimmages. He's been practicing. How are you not going to show up and play? How are you, like, if I buy I'm right surprised. Now, I, right thought now, he said he, I thought he said what he wasn't. I thought when he said he wasn't playing, he wasn't even there. No, he's there, and he's in the scrimmage. Like, he's been practicing with the team, and he's been scrimmaging and all that, too. So my thing is, like, I can buy him low right now, right? Like, coming off – he's played 13 games this season, coming off an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off an injury. And he looked okay. Like, he, he looked – like, a, he looked fine. He looked, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now he's had a little bit of a layoff. And now he's going to wait and see what he's going to look like in the bubble, right? I can buy him for, like, pennies on the dollar, right? Because he mm. announced he's not going to play. He played 13 games this season. He got hurt last year. All that, right? So, if he doesn't play and his value is zero, I don't lose that much. But yeah, if he does play it. and if he looks, you know, any better than he did before and he looks like the Victor Oladipo that made an all-star team last year and, and the year before in Indiana – I mean, I, I could see. I, I get, I get a, I get a solid return on investment there. So that's, that's, that's who I'm I, buying. I, right? I can see it. I, I, I can see it because, I mean, he's, like you said, what we saw from him last year, um, what we've seen from him glimpses in the past when he was on the Magic, when he was on the the, the Thunder, um, you know, you're able to see what he, what he could do. He, he can handle the ball. He could shoot. He could dribble. He could uh, rebound. At a high pretty, level. Yeah, he plays defense great. Um, you know, obviously this that leg injury was. You, you know, really set him back. Detrimental. It, it's it detrimental. We're not going to – I don't know if we're going to see the same Victor Oladipo that we've seen in years past. Well, when he came back, because he came back a little bit, you know, before the break, and he had, what, one good game, and the other ones he were playing was just he couldn't find it. Hmm. Um, so it would be interesting to see if he could find it this year. I mean, I don't really take the Pacers seriously. Um, so besides the team, I mean, he's got to pretty much do it all because Miles Turner doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, I think, is just an average point guard. Uh, who else? They have Aaron Holiday. They have – they don't have do – they, do they have Jeremy Lamb? They might have Jeremy Lamb. They have Jeremy Lamb, yeah. No, Jeremy well, Lamb. So Jeremy Lamb tore his ACL. I think Jeremy Lamb tore his ACL. Yeah, but, like, that, that's the thing is, like, the, the rest of the team, it, it, the, the thing with him is he's got to do it all. Um, and I think coming off of an injury like that, I think he's just got to take it easy. I mean, what, what, what's the rush? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, next year's another year, and I don't know if he should even bother – wasting his time right um, but yeah i'm going to buy him because if he because he's he's cheap right now and if he plays that's great if he doesn't play i don't lose that much money all right so uh i'll throw a sell in here i'm gonna i'm gonna sell this this basketball team you probably already know who i'm selling because oh my god i'm selling the philadelphia 76ers <laughs> you, know, oh. you know it's 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 funny that you say that too because everybody's in on philadelphia right I, I, everybody's like everybody sees philadelphia and they're like, this team was dominant at home, and they played like garbage on the road. So when we're yeah. in Orlando, what is that? That's to me, it's closer to the road I, than it is at home. I think right? okay. So I'll start off with that. So they're not good on the road, right? And not only is the team not good they're on, bad the road, on the road, they're bad on the road. They're they're bad. Yes. So role players, I think, are more pivotal on the road because stars you expect to come out and show. You expect to get. You know, consistency, consistency from Embiid, right. from uh, from Simmons. I mean, Horford. Oh God. Um, but role players, you you need them to play better. They play better at home. They play away. That's kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. So, 
if role players play like they play on the road, all right, Sixers are 10 and 24 on the road. 10 and 24. Not great. And they're a, they're a minus 5.2. And they're the only, one of the only teams to have a negative point differential on the road. One of three teams between them, the Heat, and the Nuggets have minus differential on the road. They're trashed. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I could go on and on. Um, I kind of, the points that I was just kind of hit. I mean, on even just, the Knicks are 10 and 23 on the road. Okay. So I have, I put a, <laughs> I put a couple of them down. The Sixers are 10 and 24. The Heat are 14 and 19. And the Nuggets are 18 and 14. I mean, those are just the playoff teams that I, that I tried to jot mm-hmm. down because everybody else is whatever. Right. Um, so my problem with the, the Philadelphia 76ers has gone back 10, 15 years. I've never liked them. Um, and they, they've kind of been, um, I think the franchise in general has kind of been in a downfall and has been very unstable for the past, I mean, who knows, past five, six years. Obviously, it all really, a lot they of happened dra- this past. They, they, they drafted, they draft not that great. I mean, they drafted Ben Simmons, right? And they drafted, they drafted Thibault. Well, the Celtics drafted Thibel, but the, the Celtics own the pick. Now, so it's, so it's I don't even think Thibel is that great. Okay, Thibel is probably Thibel is probably the, one of the best defenders in the league right now, and it's his All first right, year but, in the league. Oh god! So that's the, that's just that's just one thing, right? Okay. But uh, and they and then they drafted Embiid, but they also drafted Jalil Okafor, and they also drafted Nerlens Noel. Um, I mean, so they have they they they're just wildly inconsistent. And I think the franchise, I don't think, knows what it wants in general. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they lost Jimmy Butler in the offseason. You know, that was that was pretty bad. I mean, he went on a couple and then different – around, And turn around and gave Jimmy's Butler to, to Al Horford. So, exactly. That's exactly what happened. So, um, they'd rather pay for Jimmy Butler – they'd rather pay for Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, which is, I mean, I, I don't know if I would do that. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler went on the record saying that he said, quote, stuff just don't work out. Nobody knows what really went on in Philly. We're going to leave it that way. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell happened there. He doesn't want anyone to tell him. He doesn't want anyone to know. So it could have been good. Um, so they went. I just don't with, think those guys, I think, I think Jimmy Butler is like an alpha personality, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to get in your face if you don't think you're, you're doing well. We saw it with Carl Anthony Towns, right? Which is what the Sixers need, which right. is what I don't understand. Right. And I, I just don't think Ben. I, I don't think Ben Simmons and and uh, and um, okay. So indeed, like took to that that well. But keep going. So, why, they, why they, you... they, so they traded away Sarich and Robert Covington. Now Robert Covington is a good two way player. No, not as good as not as good as Jimmy Butler, but he's better than Josh Richardson, who they got in the sign and trade with Miami. Mm-hmm. So they already dropped off there. They panic signed a thirty three year old Al Horford. Four years, $97 million. They lost J.J. Redick in that offseason, too, which is horrible because they have no shooters. Right. Okay? Al Horford, right now, he's shooting a career-worst 43% from the field and 32 from three. They paid him to literally come off the bench. He's getting paid almost $25 million a year to come off the bench. He, right. him, and, him and Embiid can't figure it out. There's no playmaking behind Ben Simmons. He has to do it all. Okay, now they're, stu- now they're starting Shake Milton at, at point guard. Is that really supposed to do too much? I don't know. Okay. Who looked good in, in, in limited minutes. He looked good. Uh, again, that's limited minutes. Now we're talking about big time minutes when he's going to have mm-hmm. to put up big time playoff plays and make big time plays. Playoff minutes. Um, playoff. Exactly. You let, if, if you can lock down Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, you let Shake Milton beat you. Like that's fine. And now it come down. To, now it's going to start coming out of Ben Simmons making shots. Is he right. going to take them? Hopefully. I, I think listen. he's going to shoot him. I think he's going to shoot him. And I guess we, he, I hope, he's going to, and he's going to brick him. Everyone's going right. to start screaming in his face. He's going to brick mm-hmm. them all. And it's going to, I'm going to love watching it. We're going to give him the space on the three point line. He's going to brick it. And I'm going to love it. I love it. And Embiid, who's supposed to be in quote, the best shape of his life mm-hmm. continues to just trudge down the court in the fourth quarter, just jack up these dumb threes that don't make any sense. And right. it's just like a days. And we'll see. Yeah. And obviously like, that's what we saw during the regular season. We'll see if any of that changes, you know, in the, uh, it's been the same thing with Embiid every year for the past mm-hmm. two, three years. Oh, I'm in the best shape of my life. Oh, I'm going to start trying hard. Oh, I'm going to practice. All more. Right. Oh, this. So you're selling, you're selling the Sixers because of bad road splits. And the bad and a bad team, and I hate that team. That team and, and, I, I don't a, think. and a poorly and a poorly constructed team. Yes. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so I sold the Nuggets. Yeah. I'm going to buy. 
I'm going to buy the Raptors. I like to buy like it. The Raptors lost Kawhi Leonard, right? And Danny Green. And they're playing just as well without him as they did with him. Nick yep. Nurse has done a phenomenal job turning – last year it was studs and duds, or it was, it was studs and duds with, uh, with their team, right? It was Siakam and, um, and Leonard. Van Fleet and Lowry. And Van Vliet, Van Fleet right? was studs coming out of nowhere, and some, yeah. And some duds, right? Not even duds, but dudes that were like – dudes that aren't stars that are giving you productive minutes. This mm-hmm. year he's doing it with a bunch of – he's doing it with – not a bunch of no-name guys because everyone knows, you know, Van Vliet now. Everyone knows Kyle Lowry. He's been in the league forever. And everyone knows uh, Siakam because he's, he's proven himself now in, in year three to be like a legitimate, um, a legitimate first option. Mm-hmm. But they have dudes on this team that you look that are getting like solid minutes and you're like, who is that guy? Guys like Terrence Davis, right, out of Ole Miss. He's a rookie, right? He's built like a truck. He's built like a machine, right? So he's shooting 40% on the year, only 17 minutes a game, played in 64, played in 64 games. He's solid defensively because he's built like a truck uh, and seven points a game. So we'll see if he actually gets minutes, you know, in, in the Orlando bubble, in the Orlando restart. But I think he's one of the better players uh, on this team. They're insane defensively. They're – they are the second best defensive team in the league. They have length up the wazoo with OG and Uobi and like Kyle Lowry. OG. OG. You know, and Serge, Ibaka, Serge Ibaka doesn't dress. He does art. Scarf. Scarfs, <laughs> baby. The scarf game. Uh, but yeah, Serge Ibaka, Marcus All, two like solid defenders. Marcus All is, you know, been in the league for what now, 10, 11 years now, and he's, he's solid as ever. Um, on the defensive end of the floor. They have a bunch of dudes that are going to come in. They're going to give you hell for like 15 minutes. And then the next dude that's going to come in for 15 minutes is also going to give you hell. They don't miss a beat, right? Yeah. So they, I'm, I'm buying them. I'm buying them. Nick Nurse is probably the best coach, coach of the league. year. And we're going to we, we get to that later. No, he but, absolutely um, should. I do you want do you want to move on to that now or do you, do you have a player that you want to do you have a I mean I have I have a buy and sell for the players All right, give me a buy and sell about. player real quick. Oh yeah, I'll I'll go quick. The player that I'm buying um I'm buying Dame Dollard, Damian Lillard. I You're love listen. Dame I, I, you know, I, I like I, that buy. I like that buy because if Nurkic is back, they've played as well which as he any is. team in the right. And if he's back at 100%, he broke his foot so we'll see. Right. Yeah. Um they play as well as anybody when those two guys are on the court together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So right now, Dame's averaging 29, uh, which is the most uh, most in his career, and he's average uh, and he's averaging eight assists, which again is the most in his career, shooting almost 40 percent from three, which ties his best percentage in the year. In the fourth quarter, he shoots over 50 percent from three and over 46 percent from the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this guy is business. I mean, it, we he's all know what Dame time. The team. This team, this we team know has been it, riddled the, by injuries. The team gives him no support. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing with Damian Lillard. The team gives him no support, and time and time again, he's done it. I have now. I have one here as the two seat. My my, my uh, as a couple notes um, that I really love is when I was talking about how the team has given the support. He puts the team on his back. Last year, remember when he had that that he had that. Okay, he dropped 50 on the OKC Thunder and then had the 30 foot, uh, 37 foot step back over Paul George to send, you know, the Thunder home. And not only to make, not only send the Thunder home, but make Paul George leave OKC. Like, <laughs> good, like, like goodbye, Paul George. And yeah. then five years ago in 2014, when they played the Rockets in, in the Western uh, uh, Divisional round, okay, 0.9 seconds on the shot clock. That's when he hit – when it was an inbound, he took it right off the top of the key, hit that mm-hmm. fadeaway and left part of the top of the key. If, if you've seen the video, and I know – I watched it at least for five, six times on a loop. It was the sideline right. view, whoever had it on the whoever on the court. Just absolutely ridiculous. Damian Lillard is prime time. He should be considered one of the best points. He should be He should be. He is. Three. I think he is. I think he, um, I, I, I mean, don't think it's I don't think it's much of a I don't think it's much of a debate. No, I, think I would he's, put I would put him right underneath Stephen Curry. I really would because of what he's able to do and take how he's able to take over a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my quick buy. I'll quick buy Damian Lillard. My quick sell for players. Mike Connolly for the Utah Jazz struggled. This oh year. boy, struggled. He's been a shell of himself all season. 
Okay, the uh, the Jazz brought him in to try to help him. That will help Donovan Mitchell. Will take the load off of Donovan Mitchell. Not he's averaging two shots at the rim per game, down from four attempts from last year. So he's not getting to the rack as much, which really isn't a good sign for him, being that he's a smaller guard in the first place. So that's already a sign of regression. Um, you know, Utah in general, they're four and a half points better with him off the floor. Mm. Record-wise, they're 17 and six without Connolly. They're 19 and 15 with him. The rate his offensive rating uh, ranks in the bottom half. He's shooting under 40. percent I don't like him. Um, I, honestly, I don't buy the Jazz. I was thinking about making them my sell, but I just hate the Sixers so much. Um, I don't buy the Jazz. They lost Bojan Bogdanovich. Um, and maybe it's going to give Connolly some more opportunity to expand his role offensively, but I don't think he's going to do anything with it. Um, I think he's washed up. I think he's done. Um, and I feel bad for Donovan Mitchell because he's a stud and that team's kind of trash. Yeah. It's, it's been tough for, for Donovan Mitchell, especially because he's, he's the face of that franchise, right? And mm-hmm. uh, he's, now he's had a rift with Rudy Gobert, right? And Rudy Gobert is obviously like a valuable piece to that lineup. But mm-hmm. if those two can't coexist together, the last thing you want is Donovan Mitchell to roll up to the front office and be like, him or me, right? Yeah. Oh, and then obviously, boy. you know, hopefully it's obviously you look at it Donovan and go, all right, Mitchell. Donovan. It's, it's Donovan. You want Donovan Mitchell over Rudy Gobert. But if they, if they look at it and we're like, I'm gone. If, yeah. if, if Donovan Mitchell's like, I want out. Not even him or me. If he's like, I just want out yeah, of just here. Yeah, I'm done. I want, no, no. you know, and whether it's you know selfishly or unselfishly, if he's like, I want to be a bigger star, I can go do that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's New tough. York it's not a, it's not a very mark, like you said, it's not a very marketable right. city, uh, right. which makes it tough. But they, they buy in. The, those those Utah fans are are phenomenal. And for Donovan Mitchell to get the 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 meteoric rise that he did, being in Utah. Mm-hmm. Is, is kind of phenomenal. And I think it kind of helps and hurts too. Cause if he was in like, if he was doing that in like, if he was doing that in Madison square garden, right. He'd be like widely regarded as like one of the better players in the league, but, yeah. everyone, but you see like, Oh, I'm going to watch a jazz game. Oh, who's this guy? Oh, it's Donovan Mitchell. Oh, he's all in. Let's, oh, he's nice. Let's yeah. backpack this guy. Cause he's on Utah and he's not well known. And that generates media hype in itself. Yeah. Um, all right. So you want to move on to NBA awards? Yeah, we can move on to NBA awards. All right, so um, they're, the awards this year, um, if you don't already know, they're doing it for – it's they're, they're, they're being awarded for the performance before the break. Um, so this bubble, play, this bubble play doesn't affect it at all, which um, personally I think is a good thing because a lot of stuff can mm-hmm. change, um, especially you know, rookie of the year-wise. Your opinion shouldn't change in the eight games that they're playing, right? No, I mean, no, it shouldn't. And I think if things were going the way – I mean, I think it's got to be more continuous too. I mean, mm-hmm. having that longer break than jumping back eight games later, you know, three months after that for eight games, I think it's just not not, right, not good for the game. If you had a closer um, race and you're like – and, and this guy shot – like if it was like MVP, for example, if it was like a really close race and it was like uh, post-game out of the bubble, the dude shot like 25%, the other dude shot like 50%, and like – hell like then then i think you can make a case but i I don't think any race is really close enough to make the decision on like eight games on eight additional games Mm -hmm. that they're playing yeah so we'll start with uh, our picks for mvp um i'm gonna go with lebron you're going with lebron um i'm gonna go with lebron um but i think there's a great a great case for Giannis. um i'm gonna go with i'm i'm going with Giannis. I mean, my, th- my thing with Giannis is what you take him off that team and Chris Middleton is the best player and they're not doing anything. I mean, let's be real. But isn't the um, MVP the most valuable player it to is. their team? If you take it LeBron is. off the Lakers. If their second best they still player. Have AD. Best, they still have AD. And, they still have AD, who's a top 10 player in the league. I agree. I agree. But this, it's all about individual seasons too. Mm-hmm. Um most valuable player in the league. So you put this guy in a team and a team is significantly going to get better. Um, I just think LeBron's had a, he should, listen, he should have won, uh, not last year. He should have won two years ago when Russ averaged a triple double. He was way better than Russell Westbrook that year. That was James Harden. He should have beat James Harden the year before that too. It's, you know, it's very subjective, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron was having a great year. He's defying all odds at his age. Um, still, I mean, he, he's he's up. I don't know if he's 
it's tough because I don't think he's better than Giannis, but I think he deserves it a little bit more. Um, <coughs> but I'm just going to go with LeBron. Yeah, I think LeBron's a – you good? You dying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm going to – I'm going to go with Giannis. I think Giannis has proved uh, once again that he is, he's probably the – probably not the best player in the league. I, th- I still think that's LeBron, but I think mm-hmm. he's had the, the best season, and I think you have to give him uh, the MVP in back-to-back years. You can't give that dude the MVP last year and then him get better and be like, ah, no, he's not the MVP again this year. Yeah. I think it's going to be close. but um, It's definitely going to be close because I think it's, it's going to be um... – not who they're voting not based on it's so hard to remember the season now you know three months mm-hmm. later not having watched basketball so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to sit back and say you know how great LeBron's season was or how great Giannis's season was right um, right 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 so I think it's I think it's gonna be more of a popularity contest at this point um you know who do you like more and I I mean the league the way the league looks at LeBron in general especially because it's a younger league than it used to be maybe they'll put it they'll give it to him because uh, you know they always looked up to him he's still balling at the age of whatever you know I don't know mm-hmm. um, all right defensive player of the year I actually took Giannis for defensive player of the year um, I think I think that's a I think this is going to be another close one I think it's between Giannis and AD and I, I I'm yeah as well. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks in general, their defense has a, a 101.6 rating. Um, in general, Giannis has allowed 0.78 points per possession. He's which bigger is, than everyone else. He's bigger than yeah, everyone else, as he should so, be. Or, you know, he should be better than everybody else. He's just yeah, better. I mean, I mean, if he's a freak, which he is from Greek, um, <laughs> then, yeah. I mean, so he's a lot, He's giving up 0.78 points, and AD is letting up 0.93. So there's already, uh, you know, a point two different, uh, you know, two-tenths of a point differential right there. Right. Um, you know, we've seen Giannis block. We've seen him defend all positions. We've seen him chase down. We've seen him steal. We've seen him do all that. He's just a freak of nature. Um, he could do it all. And like you said, his length, I think, sets him above. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. got, he's got great agility. He's athletic. Um, he moves – I think he moves a whole lot better than Anthony Davis. Um, I'd rather have Giannis playing defense than having Anthony Davis play defense. Right. I, I, I do think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I think Anthony Davis is really coming – you know, it's hard to say coming to his own because he's, you know, far and away one of the better defenders in the league. But I think now next to LeBron where he's, you know, kind of like in L.A. where he's kind of like, oh, crap, Anthony Davis is really one of the best players in the league. Wow. Look at him mm-hmm. not in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think he's getting the appreciation he 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 deserves now. Um. So yeah, you want to jump to coach of the year? Yeah, coach of the year. I alluded to it before. I think it's Nick Nurse. I have Nick Nurse. I have Nick Nurse too. I, I think Nick it's. Nurse too. I think it should be Nick Nurse because you lost Kawhi Leonard and you still mm-hmm. have your team as the second best team in. Mm-hmm in the east mm-hmm. it's, and it's you're awesome. getting production out of guys that nobody else thinks to get production out of like you're getting production out of norman powell like i said before terrence davis uh chris boucher you you developed pascal siakam now and he's really taken a loop now from year two to year three being the primary guy um the, the team chemistry um that they have is i think incredible mm-hmm. uh you know the, the defense that they play they have locked down zone defense, which is crazy. Right, that's the other thing too. They're playing. They're playing a bunch of different schemes. It's not like, you know, he's sending the mm-hmm. two best players in the league out there. And this is no insult to Frank Vogel, right? He's not sending mm-hmm. LeBron and AD out there and closing his eyes and being like, "All right, there you go, two best players." Yeah. He's sending yeah. out there with schemes, with like a focus and a vision, and he's getting the most out of them. He puts dudes every single time they're out there in the position to succeed, and therefore the team succeeds. Yeah, and I think it's two years in a row for him. I mean, last year, yeah, he had Kawhi and whatever, but still the run that they made last year was was incredible. Um, you know, obviously Kawhi's top five player in the league and this and that, but the rest of the team, like we were saying, even last year was – it's whatever. I mean, Spicy P was just starting to come into himself. Kyle Lowry is kind of hit or miss. Um, you know, so you might get a big bucket from Kyle. You might not. You know, Serge Ibaka was a role player. Uh, and that's that's really it, you yeah. know. But what Nick Nurse has done 
Um, the schemes that he draws up offensively, defensively, the way that team plays, how hard they play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's, – it's, it's, I got to give that guy a lot of respect. Yeah. I give Mike I, – I would give Mike Budenholzer votes as well. Yeah. Because you know yeah, he I has the even... best team in the he has the best team in the East, right? Mm-hmm. I would give Frank Vogel some votes as well because he is the best team in the West. Doc Rivers would, is probably going to get. Some I would votes. throw I would throw Billy Donovan some votes too. Billy and, Donovan uh, is going to get some votes you know, because okay, see, of I what mean, he's done with that team, right? Yeah, that, that team was supposed to be trash, mm-hmm. like trash. Uh, they were supposed and to be I left think. For the... Go ahead. You can finish. No, I was going to say they were they were they were going to be left for the wolves. They weren't supposed right. to do anything. And now they're, right, right, right. They're Absolutely. And I think I think Taylor Jenkins, the coach of the Grizzlies, gets some votes as well. He should. That's good, dude. Because oh, I'm all aboard the Grizzlies train. I'm all aboard. They're probably they're they're one of the better teams. You know, obviously they're in the bubble. They're the uh, they're the eighth seed right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're 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 right there. All right. Uh, who do you think's winning six man? This one's tough because this one you can look at a guy like the two dudes that the Clippers have, right? You can look at Lou Will or Trez, whoever mm-hmm. you consider the six man there, right? And it's mm-hmm. six. It's not really six man. First guy off the bench. It's like best bench player, really, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. probably going to get like the most minutes off the bench. So Montrez or Lou Will, right? I won't argue with you if you say either of those guys. Um. Goran Dragic is up there as well. Um, he comes off the bench because Spo likes to start Kendrick Nunn. And yeah. in his minutes this year, he's still the third leading scorer on the Heat team that are probably overperforming. He averages 16 a game, shoots 37 from three, three rebounds, five assists. And he's only started one game. He's the first guy off the bench for them. Averages 28 minutes a game. That's right under Kendrick Nunn. I don't think he's going to get the love he deserves, so I'm going to give him love on the podcast right now, and I think he should be the sixth man of the year. I uh, I have Dennis Schroeder. Um, okay, that's another good shout. Okay. I, I, I can't I love, argue with that either. I love Dennis Schroeder. Um, you know, the guy was always kind of overlooked when he was in um, Atlanta because he was behind Jeff Teague. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Jeff Teague was the man, and Schroeder was just the backup. Um, right now he's he's averaging 19. Uh, which is a little lower than his career high, which is like 19.4. Um, mm-hmm. He's shooting his career best from the field at 47%. He's shooting 40, 40, uh, I'm sorry, 38% from three. Um, in the fourth quarter, specifically, he's shooting 45% from the floor, which is better than Lou Will, who's shooting 38. Um, he's shooting 87% from the free throw, um, and he averages more points uh, in the fourth quarter than Lou Will does, too. He, uh, Schroeder averages 5.8. Luell averages 5.2. Um, so there, there's already a point differential. Um, I, I love Dennis Schroeder. Uh, he, he's the shooting he, – he's not a fourth-quarter guy. I think he's more of a mid-game. Um, you know, he, he the, the offense doesn't miss a beat when he comes in. Uh, obviously, come you're starting in, see, score, distribute, sit down. He, come in, score, easy. distribute, sit down. Easy. I mean, you have CP3 starting the game, you know, maybe playing the first eight minutes. Um, you know, you bring Schroeder in for back end of the first, most of the second, bring him in for most of the third, you know, beginning of the fourth, and then that's it. And he'll keep you in the game. Like you said, he'll shoot, distribute, get out. And that's that's mm-hmm. what you need from uh, a six-man. Uh, he's been very impressive. Uh, I want him on my basketball team. Like, I could tell you that I, I would rather have Dennis Schroeder backing up than Brad Wanamaker on the Celtics. So. <laughs> I'd hope so. Yeah. I'd hope so. Yeah. So, yeah, so – you pick Dennis Schroeder. I pick Goran Dragic. Can mm-hmm. we both agree it's probably going to be Lou Will? Yeah, I really don't. I really wish it. I really don't want it to be. I want it to change. I, mm-hmm. It needs to change a little bit because well, it's, 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 it's the Lou Will Jamal uh, Jamal Crawford Award. Yeah, right? I mean, like those That's guys. Just the way it is. I I get it, but like these guys, like I completely forgot about Goran Dragic. Like mm-hmm. he he's a baller. I mean. Realistically, that guy should be starting over Kendrick Nunn. I don't know why I suppose stars Kendrick Nunn. Well, Kendrick Nunn is still Kendrick. It's not like Kendrick Nunn is a slouch. Like he's still coming no. in. He's still he's still playing high level basketball. Yeah, higher than what, you know anybody anticipated when Spolstra was like, "Oh, I'm going to play Kendrick Nunn this year. He's going to be the starter," and everyone's like, "Kendrick Nunn," hmm. you know. But he he showed up in itself too. Hmm. You know, and All if right. the roles were reversed, Kendrick Nunn could probably be a candidate for this. But you know, rookie he's, he's year, easy, well. quick. 
Because no, it's John Moran. It's it's Jaw. It's Jaw, it's it's, it's it's ja. I love Jaw. I love the I love the Grizzlies. Um, what he's done. What he's done to that team. I mean, mm-hmm. geez, so much for rebuilding for the Grizzlies. They're done. Yeah. They're done with. They don't do anything else to that team. I mean, maybe yeah. a, a piece or two. A couple you don't of see players. any regression next year from them. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. I don't All see right. any. Um, I you like. Know, I, I love the Grizzlies. I think next year they're going to be a top five team in the West. The um, whoa, whoa. I think Jaron Jackson. Ju- okay. Yep. I think right. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to take a huge leap. Um, he could shoot the ball. He could score. He could play defense. He's long. Uh, Dylan Brooks is a shooter. Okay, they'll get Justice Winslow back, mm-hmm. who can play good defense. Giles going to take the next step up. Who knows where they're, what they're right. going to draft if they sign anybody this year or mm-hmm. going to next year. You know, year. Those, that Western Conference, I, I think they'll – the realist in me says they're going to take a step back, right? But mm-hmm. then I watch John Morant, and he plays better than any rookie point guard that, like, I've right. seen in, like, a long time. You he's know, so, sans, so sans, sans Ben Simmons, right? Because, but, but just to be, Ben Simmons is, a, is an anomaly in itself because he's a 6'9 point guard, right? And he mm-hmm. defends at a high level, and he puts up, like, triple-double numbers, like, every day, right? Yeah, um, 10, 10, and 10. Right, that's fine. Still a triple-double. <laughs> um, God, dude, I hate that. But John Morant comes in, and he immediately affected the game. He knew how to read professional-level basketball. That takes a couple of years for some guys, and he could do it right now. That's something I don't think that regresses. Maybe he gets defended a little harder, and his ability to adjust is then put into question. But we see right now his ability to play basketball with the best of them is right there. Well, my, my thing with his him not regressing is his there's just the athleticism that we've seen. Like, you see him take it to the rack, and mm-hmm. you see those acrobatic shots that he's making. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff doesn't go away. Maybe, yes, you know, the, the, it's going to be tougher on ball – um, but that's why you screen. That's why you scheme mm-hmm. up ways for him to get to the hoop. You know, right. I think if he improves his shooting, he's, he's going to take the next step too. He's a I think he's, every team in the West next year is going to tell their fans that they can make the playoffs. Yeah. I, uh, I really don't know. Unless the Thunder, like, blow it up and they're mm-hmm. like, Dennis Schroeder, you had a great six-man of the year. Here come the uh, – I don't know. Here come the the Pistons that want to their point guard of the future. They're offering yeah. a lot of picks. See you later, you Chris go. Paul. We need yeah. to get off your contract. See you later, Danilo mm-hmm. Gallinari. Thanks for all you've done here. <sighs> See you later. Um, yeah. Then they can you know bubble down as long as they don't you know get rid of Shai Gilgis Alexander because that dude is a baller. Um, SGA baby. That dude's a stud. But um. I think every team in the West, you can make a case for them to make the playoffs next year. And it's going to be tough for the Grizzlies to, to, to sustain that. Um, but I think they have dudes in place that can, that can for sure help them, you know, stay there. But yeah, yeah no, I just they, I, I, it shouldn't be people who I, I get the whole Zion thing. Cause it's Zion, mm-hmm. um, you know, but maybe, he played what 13 games. Like that's not, you, you can't, you can't show up. Be like, again, well, this is that, this is the, the, the debate for Zion. And I guess the debate for the whole awards is really specific. I think to just the rookie of the year, um, because if the Pelicans make, you know, a push these last eight games and they make, they make the playoffs, which have you seen their schedule? I mean, it's, it's kind of a cakewalk. I got to look it well, up. They again. had the easiest schedule going into the last handful of games, like before. All it really took, I think, if the if the season kept going, and you know Zion took that team, Zion and Bi took that team to the playoffs, it probably would have it would be Zion. People would have voted Zion instead of Ja just because of Zion taking the team. But mm-hmm. it should be Ja, and I'm happy. It's I don't going think to any be. analyst is like it's Zion. I think everybody on Twitter is like it's, it's Zion. It's Zion. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. True. Do you have a Do you have a pick for most improved? Well, I, know I would we don't go, have it on the list here. No, but I would. I would. I was thinking about it. I would go bi. I'd give. I. I would definitely Brandon give it to Brandon a solid Ingram. Shout. He's a good shout. I, I think it it's. Uh, I think it's Bam Adebayo. Yes. Yeah. That's. That's also a good shout. I Bam just, Adebayo. My, is, my thing. My thing with Bam is. Is. Is there going to be some sort of regression next year? Like. Possibly. Uh, yeah. It's hard. It's hard for a center to do what he does. He's kind of like he's 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 the same as as Jokic in a way where he's. Um, where the offense doesn't like go through him every single time, like it does Jokic, but he's has the ability to like play make. He has the ability to do a little bit of like everything that, that Jokic can do. I don't want to say he's like, he's like a, like a dollar store Jokic, but he's like, 
if you're comparing two brands and you're like, like oh, uh, yeah, you know, like Target or something. Yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, yeah. All right. That's fine. You know, spend a little extra money, you know, a little. Luxurious. He's not off, he's not off brand, but he's not the brand you buy every single time. No, you know, just enough. Right. Okay. Just I think enough. Luca has a case too. Luca going from oh, first year dude. to like second year star. I, but I, I, I can't I, uh, give a dude in his second year the most improved because you're supposed to improve. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed yeah. to be better than you were the first year. Yeah. Um, oh, the Mavericks are going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah, they, we haven't talked about them this entire podcast, and they're they're going to make waves when. Yeah, we're I, I am. I almost bought them. I almost bought them. They were it's, a good buy. Team too. it's a good. It's a good. Buy. Like it's a good buy. It's healthy Kristaps. I mean. It's an expensive buy, but it's one of those things. Forget where, about yeah, it. I'm gonna. I'm, it's 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 like buying organic, you know. Like you're gonna buy it and you're gonna enjoy it, but it's a little more expensive. Okay, so the last thing that we have here, Nick, is a little bit of uh, we're we're gonna do some some trivia, right? And hold on, let me find the the link here. So this trivia. We have four minutes on the timer. We have, can you name the most recent first-team All-NBA player for the first team, uh, for for each team? Okay? So I am going to give you, you the you, team. You get to share the screen so I can see it. Uh, I get to share the screen. I want to see. Yeah, I guess yeah I'll, share, I'll, share, I'll, I'll share my screen here. Sporkle. Uh, oh, you get to share? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll share my screen. So we get a nice, uh, nice overlook here. Let me know when you can see it. Good. Yeah. What did, did it kick me for a sec? I don't know. It might have. Oh, I'm fine. back. We're back. What's All right. up? All right. So ready? All right. Oh, so these man, can go is... in any order. We have four minutes on the timer. <laughs> All right, go ahead. The, okay, ready? All right, I'm going to go – we'll go – okay, hit play. I'll give you a, the Celtics right. one. Okay. It's, definitely, it's definitely Kevin Garnett. It is Garnett. Oh, the Timberwolves too. Nice. The oh, Tim. The 4 was probably Jason Kidd. Uh, Bulls in 13-14, Derek Rose. Not Derek no. Rose. Jerry no. Noah. Yeah, definitely so, Drock. Put Cavs. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> Mavericks in 08-09, Dirk. I don't know how to spell Nowitzki. No, just put. Yeah, let's go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nuggets in eighteen nineteen. That was probably Jokic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pistons in ninety six ninety seven. Atlanta Hawks do Dominique Wilkins. Nice. Good shout. Good shout. Yeah. Uh, Pistons in ninety six ninety seven. It's not Isaiah Thomas. Not Isaiah Thomas. Um. It's not it's not it's not Rip Hamilton. It's not Joe Dumars. Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry. Uh, Houston Rockets, Rockets, James Harden. Harden. Clippers in fifteen sixteen. Blake Griffin. Yeah, maybe. Or is it Chris, Chris Paul? Paul? No, DeAndre Jordan. Wow! Wow! Okay. Wow! All right, Lakers in twelve thirteen. Kobe. First team. Yeah. You think? Bryant, yeah, Kobe, yeah. Right, 14, 15, Grizzlies. Is it Connolly? No, not first team. <laughs> uh, who else? Oh, it wouldn't be on? Joakim Noah. No. No. Noah, no. Um, is it Marcus All? It might be Marcus All. Yeah, Marcus All, good shout. All right, Bucks on to. Let's do Giannis. Oh, God. I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll. Yeah, 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 yeah. watch. Oh, yeah, okay, good yeah, shout. Yeah, All right, Pelican, yeah, yeah. 17, 18. Uh, Last year, Pelicans? Yeah, AD. Uh, the Knicks in 1989, 1990. It's probably Pat Ewing, right? Yeah. OKC okay, in 1819. Paul George. George. PG. Nice. Orlando in 11-12. Howard? Yeah. Dwight! 04-05 for the 76ers. Probably Iverson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Phoenix 06-07. Probably Steve Nash. And Amari. And Amari. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. No, no, I spelled that okay. wrong. Uh, Kings, probably Chris Weber. Yeah. 
Spurs in 16, 17? Do they give it to Duncan as like a thank Timmy you? Timmy Dunks? No. no. Manu? Nope. No. Oh, no. First team is uh, Trilo Marcus Aldridge. You think? No. No. 16, 17. I think I think no, it's not Monmouth. Patty Mills, no. <laughs> uh, all right, Utah no. Jazz, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Probably Malone. Malone. Yeah, probably Carl. Carl Malone, and then the Wizards in seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Wow. <laughs> um, you mean the Washington Bullets? The Bullets, yeah. Who's playing for the Bullets? <sighs> San Antonio no Spurs, 2016-2017 Spurs. It's not. Not Tim Duncan. It's not It's not Parker. What? Who is it? It's not Aldridge. Oh, this is this is, this is gonna be. You're I, gonna I see know. it. And you're gonna be. Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so far removed. <laughs> uh, Pistons in ninety six, ninety seven. Chauncey Billups? No, no, he didn't get there until. 2000 something yeah. or late 2000. 10 seconds yeah. wizards in 78 I, i'm gonna be upset that i don't know this it's the pistons is gonna be annoying did i just spell i might have spelled all right let's see grant hill and elvin hayes okay you're, you're telling me you couldn't get elvin hayes is that no. what you're saying <laughs> no i could not grant hill first team all-star grant hill was a baller he balled out all right yeah, well, 93 i'll take that that's an a minus <laughs> That's a good uh, trivia. That's a good trivia section. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Nick. Any final thoughts? <sighs> What's today? Wednesday. Uh, scrimmages. We did talk about scrimmages. Let me just start today. Um, roll Celtics, baby. That's All it. right. Well, the Nets are in the bubble. The bubble Nets. Let's go Nets. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, leave a like, comment, review. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know what you want to see. Um, it really helps us grow the podcast. Yeah. Leave a rating. Uh, shoot us an email if you want to see your question answered. Uh, if you have Hit a quiz that you want to make up for us, put it on Sporkle. Tag us. Follow us on social. Nick, what's your social? Uh, my social? Yeah, what's, uh, your, what's your Twitter? Uh, it's Nick underscore Tobias on Twitter and on Instagram. Nice and easy. N-I-C-K underscore T-O-B-I-A-S. Great, and I got at Burner of Anthony at, uh, at, uh, on Twitter, so you can follow me Bur- there. Burner. Burner. It's my burner. You won't see hot takes, but you'll see my face, and you might yeah. see some hot takes, actually. But uh, yeah, that's all wanna, she wrote. Go, yeah, if you guys we'll want to follow the brand. You yeah, guys, follow the brand follow at the Caps brand. on Sports. So Caps on, uh, sports, on Twitter, boys, Instagram. Whatever you got to do. The like. So thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. Bye-bye. Stop recording.